Somebody shout hallelujah. Beloved, you are welcome to, ep- to episode 2 of Biblical Promises, the season 3. Beloved, we all know very well. We started with looking looking at being leaders, and that will be our good trend for the entire season. In this particular episode, we shall be looking at being a servant leader. Be a servant leader. Beloved, the Christian leader is a godly servant. You will agree with me. But being a servant was far from the mind of Peter when he said, on behalf of the others, we have left all to follow you. He said this to Jesus. That is Apostle Peter. Apostle Peter. Being a servant did not cross his mind when he asked Jesus in Matthew 19, 17, what is the need for us for following you? These questions for Peter who knew Jesus first hand are being asked daily by those who knew him from afar off, but they call themselves leaders in our church today. Asking these sort of questions are not really wrong, but demonstrating a wrong motive for leading with personal response to such questions is a major dilemma facing the church today, especially in the Pentecostal movement. It is a moral dilemma. The motive question is central to leading like Jesus, beloved. Every leader should know if personal motive as a leader is to serve Jesus and his church, or it is to gain personal recognition, prestige, and prominence at the expense of others. So, beloved, in this episode 2 of season 3 of Biblical Phronesis, we address these two questions. What does servant leadership look like? And how will you know a servant leader when you see one? To answer these questions, let us apply a working definition of servant leadership. In other words, what is servant leadership? There are two biblical images or mentor for use to illustrate godly leaders. One is a servant and the other one is a shepherd. Both mentors can be used to describe or define servant leadership. For example, Christian leaders should be servant with credibility and capability. They will show they will influence others in a particular setting to follow a particular godly direction. In fact, we have examples of leaders in the Bible who use the servant mentor for very well. They actually call themselves servants of the Most High God. For example, Abraham in Genesis 26, 24. God called Abraham my servant. Also, Nehemiah himself, not even God now, said in Nehemiah 1 says that he is a servant of God. Both Paul in Romans 1 1 and Peter in 2 Peter 1 1 called themselves the born servant of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, beloved, being a servant of God is relevant in the early church and is relevant today. Also, relevant is being a shepherd. A shepherd is another image or another metaphor used in the Bible for godly leaders. Jesus used both metaphors very well. The greatest example of a servant and a shepherd is our Lord Jesus Christ himself. If we look at Matthew 20 and as well as John chapter 13. Jesus used himself to teach the disciples what it is to lead and how to lead. How a servant leader looks like. Through the outworking of the Holy Spirit, he is also teaching us the same lesson via this episode of BP today. 
Jesus himself show features of servant leaders or servant leadership to the early church leaders. So now let's look at what are the features of servant leadership. We'll look at just four of them in this episode. Through the teachings of Jesus Christ, we can define servant leadership as the humble service of others based on our love for them. We cannot serve people that we don't love. In essence, servant leader, in time past and today, must deploy humility. That's feature number one or element number one. Service. Focus on others and love for you to really know and have a personal conviction that you are a servant leader. We can look at Matthew 20 and John 13, as I've said earlier on. Now, let's look at the first number one feature, which is humility. According to Matthew 20, 25 to 26, Jesus emphasized that servant leaders lead with humility. They are humble and selfless. Therefore, a vital element of leadership is how we serve. How we serve. It is all about humility, not ego. Not ego. E-G-O. Edging God out. Beloved, according to Jesus, servant leaders do not show poor leadership by lording it over their fellows via misuse of power and abuse of privileges in the name of authority. Jesus said we must not abuse authority, even if it's positional. We must not abuse our people in the name of authority. Instead, we are to serve people placed under us with care and humility. So, leaders must watch out for the ego trap, which occurs when we are intent on showing who is the boss in the church or in the department. Or, when we are upset, we say to people, I will put you in your place. I will deal with you because we are upset. Utterances like that do not show that we are servant leaders at all. So, beloved, when leaders operate without humility, their followers will spot pride from a distance and start to develop little respect for them. In fact, if they hold them in high esteem before, then the respect will start declining. In such cases, the fellow or the followers may stick around, not because they are willing to do so, but because of another reason. Perhaps they will start praying for the leader to exit the parish. So on the bright side, however, beloved, people are always willing to follow humble leaders with the right motive. They will spot that motive with it's just a question of time. People respect and follow leaders who are not filled with ego. Leaders, leaders that don't edge God out. And who do not see others as beneath them. Ah, because I've got a particular gift or anointing. Every other person must fall in line or, the, or they will be trampled upon. So, they do not see others. Someone does not see others as tools to be used and discarded. May the Lord help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Number two feature of being a servant leader is service. In the same text, Matthew 20, that we all know very well, if we are conversant with the Bible, Jesus says, Greatness comes through service. In effect, servant leadership is about humble service. It is about giving oneself, not taking for oneself. I repeat, it's about giving oneself selflessly, not taking for oneself. 
In verse 28 of Matthew 20, Jesus used himself to illustrate the selfless service that he expects from every one of us. He summed up the purpose of life for us with one word, which is service. Number three, quickly. Number three feature is focus on others. Others that you are leading. Beloved, when we lead, who do we serve? Are we serving stomach infrastructure, for example? Who is the object of our service? Is it our pocket or our comfort? Jesus provides answers to this question in Matthew 20, 20-28. We serve others when we lead. Very simple. A service in church and outside the church must benefit others. So servant leadership is selfless leadership. So every leader should therefore resist the temptation to serve safe. We can look at James 4, 7-8. We all know it very well. So we must resist what is in need for me. Such question is a temptation that Peter and the apostles in the early church grapple with. It will be a constant temptation that we must actively resist as children of God. Peter and Co., however, overcame the temptation. That same grace is available to us today. We can do the same. In 1 Peter 5, 2-3, we see that Peter was not fixed on such questions anymore. Now he is an overcomer. When he told leaders to shepherd God's flock properly. Why? Not because they must. That's the negative when you think you must do something. But because they are willing. You have to be willing. Out of love. That's a positive way of uh, motive for leading. Peter said we should not be greedy for money. So even in the olden days, people have been greedy for money in leading the flock of God. As we see everywhere today. That's a negative attribute that we must not have. But we must be eager to serve. Which is a positive attribute. He also said we should not lord it over those entrusted to us. Your flock is entrusted to you. Don't lord it over them. That's a negative thing to do. But be examples, be model of Jesus Christ to the flock. That's a positive attribute. So beloved Peter and Co. rose above what is the need for me. Are you a leader that's always looking out for yourself? What is the need for me? If I'm posted to this place, it will not benefit me. What is the need for me in this new administration? We are to overcome such questions. We are expected to do the same because God helped Peter and Co. God, his grace is still available today. He will help you and I in the mighty name of Jesus. Number four, as we begin to run to a close. Number four feature. There are many other features, but we only look at four in this episode. The fourth feature of servant leadership is captured correctly in chapter 13 of John. It is the only reason we should serve. In effect, this feature is also captured in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1. Whatever we do without love is like we are sounding like a Simba, a Kong. The love of leaders for their entrusted followers is the reason why servant leaders serve. It must be the reason why you go to that parish. The reason why you lead in that department. It is the fundamental motive for leading. Any leading motive without love is not a positive motive. It's not a godly motive. So in season out of season, we should serve out of love for others. 
the death, for example, the death on the feet of others, we test our love for them. Some negative things they do to us, we test our love for them. But like Jesus, we must wash the death of their feet. We must accept it and move forward with love. So, beloved, let us look at the biblical furnaces for this episode. Number one point we needed to note is that for us to be a servant leader, we must recognize that we are not after thrones. We are not after positions. Servant leaders do not look for thrones, appointment, Mm-mm. especially in the church. Rather, they are willing to sit at the feet of Jesus. Number two point. The road to true greatness is service, according to Matthew 20. Number three, a glaring reality that all leaders must know is that followers are quick to recognize and despise proud and egocentric leadership. It will come out. You can hide it for a while, but with time, it will come out. Number four, we serve others only to the degree that we love them. So when we are serving others with eye service, after a while it will come out. Because service that is acceptable before God and man must be, must be embedded with love, must be covered with love. Number five, servant leadership is there for the humble service to others based on our love for them. If you don't love them, move, relocate. The Lord Almighty will help us in Jesus' name. Number six is divided into four points. This is biblical phrases in this episode. Six A. The manner of servant leadership is humility. Humility. Being humble so that God can raise you up, according to the Bible. Six B. The essence of servant leadership is service, not status. Not status at all. Not looking for posting and places of prominence. Jesus taught it, taught it very well in Matthew 20. Number six is, the recipient of servant leadership is others. It's not safe. It's not you. And I. Since the, the motive of servant leadership is love. Beloved, let us, let us pray. This is a key point that we have raised in this episode. Mighty God. Thank you for being the greatest servant leader. Lord, teach us to serve others with humility and love in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us not edge God out of our leadership decisions and actions in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, let us not go after the throne as you taught us in the Bible in the mighty name of Jesus. In any way that we have to we mustn't go after the throne and lord over them, over others. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus, most precious name. To you belong all power, Jesus. Whenever I call your name, you make the way. Your name is a strong tower, Jesus. Way maker. Your name is always Beloved, if you enjoyed this episode, Please like us on our various media platforms and also join us at the Redeemed Precession of God Restoration House online or on site in Blue South Africa. 
We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platform on Facebook as well as YouTube. Till we come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phonesis. May the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus.